This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. I'm your host, Austin West, wonderful fan of the greatly well-seated Iowa Hawkeyes in the March Madness bracket. Joined by my co-host, the North Carolina fan who are not as well-seated. Uh, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. We're, we're bringing in like that. Like, you didn't even tell me about this yeah. before the show. Okay. Um, hello? No. Uh, that's we're, the thing it's now, it's not our year, but, but, like, it's always our year. But, it always can be our year. You know, we're best team no matter what. We come from Georgia. That's what Duke and Kentucky thought. And where no, are they? We beat Duke. We beat Duke. Hey, we beat Duke, too. Yeah, but they're both on the. Hey, it's they're been both a bad, not even this the is a bad year for. It's been a bad year for two or no for a couple great programs, but but it's okay. They're gonna come back stronger. But yeah, but it's been Iowa a great year for other great year, programs. Like Gonzaga good. and Iowa. Hey, Gonzaga. Hey, yeah, I have do. a friend who goes to Gonzaga. His name's Don Dominic Harris. Gonzaga's freshman. good. He's a, he's. I went to like fifth grade, fifth grade, middle school with that man. He's a baller. Gonzaga is nasty. Does he play? Or? Yeah, he's a freshman. He played. Uh, oh, so he is on the team. Yeah, he's on the team. He played a little bit, and then they say he's okay. probably gonna play more when he's a sophomore. I'm like, yeah. Hell yeah! That is. You I should get a jersey. Ball. I know. I need yeah. more jerseys. Yeah. Gonzaga's <laughs> so good, though. Oof. Gonzaga's one of those Gonzaga's teams that I always vote through in March like, Madness. Like they have like seven three centers, and you're, they're like, oh, you're just like, oh my god, we gotta worry about this guy. He will drop that cool. Yeah, exactly. Twenty and ten, fifteen rebounds on you. There's a reason they're the best team in the Mess country. Your whole night. There's a reason hey, for that. Yeah, you know. But moving on from basketball, as we are not a basketball yeah. podcast, we will fill out brackets, we and I think we'll have a little competition between me and Lavelle to see whose bracket does better this year. Hey, um, obviously, I think I'm it'll be mine. Turn. I'm gonna answer like even though. Thing, the full one. Oh yeah, of course. ESPN one. I'm going to I could use some money. Yeah. <laughs> I could use some money. I'm going to get that. a perfect. When I get a perfect, like uh, we're going on a trip to Hawaii, and then we're going to do a podcast from Hawaii. Road trip. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm down. <laughs> Let's just pay an NFL player to come on the podcast and like have him promote it. I don't even need to pay him. He's gonna, I'm gonna just like Keenan Allen. I won the um, March Madness. He come on my podcast. Yeah, you should. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm going to talk about Adam Schefter, why you think you're the best receiver in the NFL because you are. And then Austin, you're just going to sit there. <laughs> so how does feel Devontae Adams being better than you? <laughs> Keenan Allen, who do you think is the best receiver in the NFL and why is it you? And then just, just hit him with that question. And then I just chirp in from the back. Wait, isn't it Devontae <laughs> Adams? Shut, shut up. up. Shut <laughs> up. Just shut up. <laughs> just, it's muffled like I'm like outside a door or something. Oh, isn't it Devonta? No, no, shut up! <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't listen to him. Don't listen no, to that no, guy. No. I don't. I don't know who that is. Don't, don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> debate. We could get Keenan, and then we get Richard Sherman. Oh, have you lit? That would be nice. Richard Sherman's got his own po- podcast, though. Him Ooh. and uh, good old. I about said Colin Coward, but it's not. It's not Colin Coward. It's oh my. God, I'm blanking. Why am I? Calls Monday night. No, not Monday night. Sunday night football. Uh, oh, um, Chris, Chris Collinsworth. Gosh, thank I was you. like, Jesus. who are you talking about? My mind, because I'm I'm, I'm picturing yeah. him. I'm like, 
All right, I know exactly who this is. Always gets made fun of. <laughs> Him and Booger are like the two most made fun of. What Chris Collinsworth? Broadcasters. Oh no 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 no. Him and Joe yeah. Buck used to be play receiver for the uh, Bengals back in the day. Making it dizzy. I was like, oh my gosh! I'm like, I could not think of it for the life of me. That's just how it goes. I immediately think of want to name somebody, and they're just names. Just yeah, like, yeah, we're not. Your name my brain's just like, yeah, we're not gonna find that tongue, name for you. But the name won't just ever come out, and then you hear yeah. it, and you're like, that's literally what I was saying, but it wouldn't go. Yep. Like you can picture them, you know all the facts about them, but their name, nothing, not nothing. Your brain's just like, yeah, we don't have that information, but we can give you. Uh, a memory from when you were three years old, if you want that. No, that's not what. I like, can't what? remember a memory from when three years old. No, I ain't cap. I think my, I think my earliest memory that I remember. Try to think how old I was. I think it was, I want to say five or sixth birthday. That's what I want to say. Like the because we hadn't remember. Yeah. Well, I mean, all memories are you just remembering the last time you remembered the memory, but. <laughs> Not to get all scientific on you there. Memory and remember yeah. that sentence is wild. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of words there for you. Yeah. I know, but yeah, I think I was like five or six. It was a birthday. It's a birthday party. Um, it was at my first house before we moved. Um, it was a Thomas the Train birthday cake. That's like the main thing I remember because it was a really nice mm-hmm. cake. It was a really nice decorated cake. My aunt decorated it because she decorated all my cakes. I yeah. think. All the way up till like 12, 13 years old, I, th- I want to say. Did you stop getting like. Or most of them. Thomas the Train cakes, huh? Not all the. They weren't all Thomas the Train yeah, cakes but you up till then, I think. Them, like toy cakes. Oh. Like. Yeah. And then you just got nice, plain, plain Jane yeah, cakes that were cakes. still really good. Or I, or I used Some to good get like football cakes. cakes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. What's your favorite kind of cake, Lil? Um. If you had to choose a kind of cake, if I had to choose lemon with strawberries, probably. Really? Yeah, that's kind of just. See, my mom's a huge lemon cake person too. The rest of us not so I like much. Lemon cake, and then I really like chocolate cake. So anything with chocolate, yeah. I just devour. Chocolate cake is always a good mm-hmm. one. See, I really like classic funfetti cake. Mm-hmm. That's, that's always good. That's decent. It's really childish, but it's always just seems better than plain vanilla. Yeah. You know. If you get the right frosting on it too, ooh, <laughs> or some nice, some nice Jello cake. Jello cake. I've never That'd had Jello. Good. You've never had Jello no. cake before. Do you even know how to make Jello cake? Like, do you understand what Jello no, cake is I or don't. no? That's why I like. I... So basically, you take a vanilla cake, and then you poke holes in like the top mm-hmm. of it, like you can put them wherever, and then you mix the Jello powder and stuff, like you know how you would normally make yeah. Jello, and then you just pour it over top of the cake. Okay. So then it'll soak in through the holes, and then you bake it, and then you just cover it in whipped cream, and that's oh it. Oh, my gosh. That's a jello cake. Sounds amazing. So good. It's so good. Oh, the best cake of all time. It's not really a flavor, mm. but uh, better than sex cake. Have you ever had that? Or Heath Bar cake? No, never had those. That, that, that stuff is, is so good. I want to try that. You've never had that? Oh, my gosh. You're so uncultured, what dude. It's literally chocolate cake. With caramel, and then I'm trying to think what the frosting is. I think it's just like whipped cream frosting, and it's like Keith bars on top. Maybe I have had that. So good. I remember it's something so like that. Good. I remember something like that. 
I feel like we've had it at the store. I feel like I've had it. I'm like, well, you gotta have this. Uh, my uh, my aunts. Oh, it's amazing. But as we're already eight minutes in, we should probably stop talking about cake, don't no, you? No, I love cake. We can go. We can keep forty-five <laughs> minutes, it. and then we can have a full podcast. We got to bring Vanda back cool on. We're doing we're doing food unfocused again. We're starting the ASMR food we're podcast. Posted, and I'm cool um, with that post. I'm happy with that because we just talked about food. And yeah. I just ate like right, a guys. steak sandwich right before I came here. So hey, steak sandwich. That thing was gas, bro. It had cheese. That's a classic. On a biscotti bun, biscotti bun. Jeez, yeah, boy. you know it. Okay, like, see, my steak sandwiches is we have like minute steaks, which are like really simple steaks. Like my dad will grill and then we'll throw them in the fridge for leftovers. Yeah. Throw that thing on two slices of bread, some barbecue sauce on it or something. Sometimes I've even had like buffalo sauce on it, like I buffalo wing sauce. I, I like ketchup on there. a lot. So, uh, ketchup. Ah, see, Ooh. I'm not a huge ketchup and steak fan see, anymore. I'm a huge ketchup. I have mature though. tastes. I have mature tastes when it comes to my, oh my grilling. Gosh. Steak now sauce you... or no sauce what for do you steak. Mean? That's how you got to go. Uh, if it's a good enough steak, you don't need any sauces or condiments. Yeah, those are true. the rules. That's true. Those are the rules. But it was like it was some leftover snake the steak that we had, so I had to get ketchup because oh. I like ketchup. I'm like, it's a sandwich. Oh. I'll give you the pass. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you the pass. I know how to eat my it's steak. It's a sandwich. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Anyways, yeah. folks. Speaking of steaks, I don't know how to actually. I don't know how to Dang. segue that to the Texans. I was gonna try to segue steaks, steaks? into the Houston Texans. The- Creator um, of steaks, oh. Texans. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got this one. Ready for this? Okay. Speaking of steaks, the highest stakes of free agency are already underway. Hey. There we go. There's there's my transition. There we go. NFL free agency has been erupting over the last two days, starting Monday through Tuesday, has just been crazy. It's wild. Unbelievable. We were just about to start the podcast, and we had a new – signing come in and so we it's been hectic uh for me trying to retweet everything and like everything so our fans can keep up to date as well if they follow us on twitter um so that's been crazy because i just get alerts uh left and right all day long yesterday as i'm in class but it's still cool to see where all these guys are going um sadly lavelle had one of his yeah, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually more mad that we signed um, Marcus Williams back. I, oh my gosh, I'm. That's your, that's your literally least favorite player, my least favorite the... player. And they let Hunter Henry go. They let Hayward go. They just let everyone that I like go. You're keeping my least favorite player. Like you're about to lose your best fan out here, bro. Keep playing with me. Yeah, okay. No, they're yes, not. They are. What do you mean? Like, why are you gonna be like that? You're you're Jeez, not gonna you're not gonna awesome. leave. Don't say that. You're not gonna leave. Yeah, I'm not. You know you're not. Bandwagon, you know I'm day one charger. I'm not A G. Yeah. <laughs> Bandwagon on the Seahawks as soon as they won the Super Bowl. But many, many things There's happening that have shaken up the league Let's go through them. completely. Let's get them through. So First off, this one was today. Tyrod Taylor, former Chargers backup quarterback, 
Should have been their starter, but then a doctor stuck a needle in his chest the wrong way. Punctured his lung. Uh, Yeah, punctured his lung. Signs to the Houston Texans. Now, let's talk about this one because this one has big repercussions. Huge repercussions. Might not seem like much. Oh, they signed a backup Chargers quarterback. Ooh, la-di-da. That's not a huge deal. But it is a big deal because Deshaun Watson, their starting quarterback, wants out, and he ain't getting his way right now. Maybe they're signing the starter. Exactly. Because they Deshaun they're hold preparing. Out. He could hold out and not exactly. play and just be like, I'm, I don't care. But he's like, Texans are my, maybe looking up at this. They're preparing for Deshaun Watson to either A, be traded, B, sit out, or C, just drop off the face of the earth or something yeah. like that. Just something. something C weird. is just other he's category. Not a, Texan, a Texans uniform. Yeah. All you want. Exactly. And, I mean, it's not, there's been a lot of quarterback moves, surprisingly. A lot more than I expected, yes, I will say. And a lot none of to the more, places I really expect. A lot more teams had quarterbacks. And then thinking through it, I'm like, they don't, a lot of teams don't really have quarterbacks. And, like, they're signing. And I think we overlooked yeah. it. Yeah. And I think we overlooked it for the draft. Like, we're all like, oh, they'll get their quarterback in the draft. The QB draft class is so deep in the first round. No, they'll all get their ones. The one teams that need it, they'll all get them in the in the draft. Nah, not not this time, I guess. As another backup quarterback also today signed a one year deal. Andy Dalton signs with the Chicago Bears. Reminder: Chicago Bears was one of those spots that Russell Wilson had considered going to, but Chicago says they tried to make a trade for Russell Wilson. But Seattle was not shopping him at that time. So they decided to go with Andy Dalton, backup quarterback for the Cowboys instead, breaking lots of Chicago fans' hearts. Are they going to stop trying to trade for him? Or, like, you think they're going to go back? Because I don't know if Russell wants to be there. Seriously. I'm, yeah, I mean, we've seen nothing O-line-wise come out of Seattle quite yet. That I've seen personally, anyways. So I mean, it's not like they're making him happier. Yeah, then, but they're not as yeah. So they're not making him happier, or they are making him mad because they're yeah. not doing anything. And right, exactly. <laughs> and one of the big signings, Joe Thune, formerly on the Patriots, uh, guard, uh, signs with the Chiefs as an interior lineman. So that could have been a big grab there for the uh, Seahawks if they had made a run for him. But unfortunately, they did not. So again, Chiefs getting that nice interior lineman after they released both their tackles last week, those two that were injured in the Super Bowl. Yes. And so with that, I mean, that's that's a kind of hard thing to go off of just because, I mean, sure, you get a really good interior lineman, but now you're – outside line your tackles aren't the best like they weren't very good in the super bowl either yeah they're the backups weren't that good so maybe you needed your starters and then you release your starters um yeah i don't know what they're doing i'm sure they're getting up there in age but like i think they they probably have a plan it's only been like a couple a week into really free agency i know so we'll I know, but still, like it makes you think, like what's going through these teams' heads. Yeah, 
we will never know until it's... the season actually comes around or the free agency yeah, ends. Yeah, no kidding. The draft comes by. I mean, so many things that we have to rely on to get through. Yeah. And understand things. All right, we'll keep going on there. Leonard Williams, the lineman with the Giants, will re-sign, so he's not going anywhere. Big, big name there for the Giants. They wanted to keep him around. Yes. It was an integ- integral part of their defense last season. And, again, it'll be huge for them to keep him there on the defense as one of the leaders. Next up, my boy, <laughs> Ryan Fitzmagic, has moved on from the Dolphins, sadly, as – Again, he moved into free agency. People thought maybe he was going to retire. He, was, he will he not. Was like, no, he will not retire. No, I don't need you. Not a chance. He's playing till he's He'll go to his ninth team. Yeah. His ninth team since being drafted as he signs with the Washington football team. Now, interesting landing spot for him, I thought, as, again, Alex Smith, free agent. They just signed Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for, I believe, two years, I want to say, or maybe, because I, I don't think it was super long, but it wasn't a one year, I don't think, either. Um, And so I thought it was a really interesting spot for him to land, as I believe the Redskins also still have Kyle Allen on their yes, roster. they did sign Kyle Allen. Yeah, because he was just injured this season, and he should be still okay to go, like, I would believe on a signing deal. So, so they, signed, they have three quarterbacks. I, again, I just thought it was really interesting. Yeah, as of right now, I believe they have three quarterbacks, Dang. which I mean is normal. They had Taylor, they had Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, Taylor Heineke, and Dwayne Haskins for, at one yeah, point. Yeah, but I wonder the who they're going to start because I thought they were like exactly. high on um, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, after seeing what he did yeah. in the playoffs in his last couple of games. I mean,. It'll be interesting. I think it'll be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, if I was a betting man right now, I would be leaning towards Fitzmagic starting, um, which a little fantasy input here will be very good for Terry McLaurin and I believe Antonio Gibson. Yeah. So take a mental note of that real quick. True. Because Fitzmagic likes to throw the ball, and Terry McLaurin is a great receiver out there in Washington. And Antonio Gibson likes to get the – or was it – no, yeah, it was Gibson that liked to get the passes out of the backfield, not McKissick. Yeah. Uh, McKissick was their more running back, uh, Gibson their passing back. But expect their fantasy value to go up next year if Fitzmagic is the starting uh, QB, especially McLaurin. I mean, McLaurin was great even with all the quarterbacks that he did have had just uh, all season long. So this will just only boost him even better. Next up, speaking of wide receivers, Corey Davis, former Titans wide receiver, signs to the Jets. Interesting spot for him as well. I mean, nothing wrong with the Jets there, as they may either run with Sam Darnold or they will draft a new quarterback this year. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what they'll think about doing, but what do you think about their Quebec? Yeah. A lot of teams have been looking at Sam I agree, Darnold, have. so I... like... I don't know. I don't know if they're going to trade him. And they're just going to draft, like, Lawrence or the Jags will probably get Lawrence or Fields. Well, I don't think they'll draft Lawrence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. So it could be Fields, I think, Zach Wilson, I think Trey they Lance, will probably. I don't think they will trade him. I don't think they're going to trade Darnold. I think they'll go with him one more season. 
just to see because he, he, so he was in, he was balling. He was good. They just yeah, couldn't I stop think, anybody. I think Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. Yeah, Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. Same I think he's like Jimmy G. He's not great by yeah, any means, but he's a, I think having him in is I think the throws he can make for the team are like better than Jimmy G's. So like he's above Jimmy. Okay. Jimmy's more of a like well, I mean, he's more of a system quarterback. Like you put him in a system, he'll do good. Sam Darnold can make his own plays. That's what, like makes him a little better. A little better. Okay. Not sure how I feel about that take, but I understand it. I definitely understand where you're coming yeah. from with it. I don't know if I agree or not with it, but it definitely makes sense uh, from your point of view for sure. I mean, because, yeah, I think they give him a little too much hate over there in yeah. New York. I think it Sam Darnold real. is fairly good. He's he's a young guy. I mean, sure, they're going to make mistakes. Um, You threw him into the starting spot right away. I mean, that's not always good. For young QBs, uh, yeah, I mean that year we've seen it happen. That obviously, year that Mahomes took off was probably the best thing he could have had for him because it just under Alex Smith, yeah, because yeah, it just like made him learn. And then once he learned everything, he came in. He was still learning coverages exactly. when he was came in. Like he wasn't even like mm-hmm. full yet, but he had enough. Like okay, I know what to do. I watched him enough to see like okay, this is easy. I think Darnold exactly. has that. Like he could be good. That's why they got Corey Davis. Jets trying to get some weapons around him. So, see, I think I like I like I like Darnold. Yeah, and uh, that brings up another thing about. I know I really shouldn't quote Colin Coward by any means. I mean, very controversial <laughs> on his takes, but he mentions uh, what I thought was pretty interesting. Brings up that idea, like you said, how Patrick Mahomes trained under Alex Smith for a year. And one of Mahomes' big comparisons is Josh Allen. And Josh Allen did not have anyone to sit underneath for a year and be able to grow and learn. He was thrown into the starting job immediately. He had to make mistakes and learn his way through the entire time. And so he brought up the thing, we're going to see Josh Allen maybe – if Josh Allen would have been in Mahomes' situation and Mahomes in his situation, we might have seen the same thing, except like roles reverse. Josh Allen would have been the one maybe getting MVP in these Super Bowls and Mahomes having to make his way and learn through the ranks as well as Allen has done so far and finally be able to work to show how good he really is while the attention's been off him. Like I shouldn't say off of him, but more focused somewhere else on a quarterback in that draft oh, class. Okay. I like that. I like that from that standpoint. Which again, which is an interesting take yeah. from Colin Coward of all people, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very, very interesting for sure. One of his one of his few eye opening takes that makes you think because he does have those yeah, he once has, in a while. He has some like, good takes. Like I mean, like, I used to, like, get a ride from school, and you always used to listen to, like, Colin Coward. And I used to listen to him, like, he'll say some, like, wild thing, like, about LeBron. I'm like, are you serious? Did he just say this? Or, like, and I'm like, but he has some good takes that make you, like, okay. I, like, yeah. Like, sh- let me think I about it. I feel like this. his football takes are much better than his basketball takes. Yeah. A lot of the time. <laughs> a lot of the definitely. time. Especially when he like he's choosing like quarterbacks and stuff, and I don't think he's a huge Dak supporter either. So like when no, he's, he's talking think... about Dak and stuff, he always he always brings up some like good points, and then some other points that are like, well, I mean, you can argue that both ways, kind of thing. But 
again, he he's a hit or miss kind of guy. I will yeah, say, yeah, he's a more. I think um, he's more like Brady supporter because he knows he's like the goat. Yeah. So. I yeah, I think he he's a big Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, not Tom Brady. Yeah, he's LeBron he's a big James pro style, guy. old school to quarterback type of guy. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. new wave exactly. of quarterbacks coming in, he's thinking like, oh, I don't know if they. They got it like that, like exactly, precisely. That's it. Yeah, that's a that's a good way of they, putting it for they sure. They like to I call those say. people in the community old heads. <laughs> he, yeah, I will, I will say Colin Coward is, is definitely an old head, a hundred percent. That's what everybody. Oh my gosh, I'm just looking at this list. We're barely through this list. Free. We got like so four we'll, people. <laughs> we'll zoom through a couple of these. Yeah. Uh, Bud Dupree, D lineman of the Steelers, will sign with the Titans. A big pickup there as their D line hasn't been great in many years as they tried to get Jadavian Clowney, gets injured, doesn't do much for him as well. I believe there was another one, another D lineman they had that got injured too and had to sit out. I don't remember who it was for sure. Um, Gronk re signs with the Buccaneers, so he'll hey, be back, so I believe, for hey, another year back. or two. They're coming back for one, bruh. They're trying to Return go back to back. Of the I Super think. Bowl. Speaking then, of keeping the gang together, Shaq Barrett resigns with the Bucks as well. And there have been rumors that Leonard Fournette will not ooh. resign with the Buccaneers as he's been shopped, I believe, by, if I remember correctly, it was Seattle and New England. As the Buccaneers were also shopping James White out of New England. So possible Leonard Fournette for James White trade possibility there. Could happen. Could It'd be happen. interesting to see that happen, I believe. I think I don't know if Bill Belichick would want to get rid of James White, however. That would seem like a very surprising thing to do. Yeah, cuz he likes as his receiving We both know how much Yeah, he knows how much we know how much he loves Bill Belichick loves James White half the time. Yes. He loves all his running backs, I should say, because he plays all of them during games. But, again, I thought that was really interesting to see that the Patriots wouldn't re-sign him. So, um, another one came in just before the podcast started recording. Jacoby Brissett signs the Dolphins, coming in to replace, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick as the backup. Interesting spot for him. Again, How you can see how these kind of roles set into motion other things. Uh, like Fitzmagic signing somewhere else. Obviously, that means the Dolphins have to get a new backup, uh, someone they want that can compete as well. And so you can s- kind of see the ripple effects that happen throughout the league as well. Meanwhile, for the Jaguars, they made a couple of moves over the past couple of days. They acquire running back Carlos Hyde from Seattle, Marvin Jones Jr., former wide receiver for the Lions, mm. Shaquille Griffin, cornerback for Seattle, that is the brother with one hand, uh, not two. And then wide receiver Philip Dorsett as well. So a nice haul there, getting some weapons for most likely Trevor Lawrence when he comes in. They got a lot of stuff. And Jaquiel Griffin? Yeah. He's a linebacker. Uh, he think he's a linebacker. No, his, his brother's the linebacker. Then he has two hands. His brother's the linebacker. He's yeah. the corner. Then he, this guy has two hands. Yeah, his brother, the linebacker, has two hands. No. No, the linebacker has one hand. I'm messing with 
I thought it was the other way around. No, the linebacker has one hand. The corner has two hands. Oh, okay. I, I haven't mixed up then. Because the linebacker rushes the quarterback. So it's hard for the it's hard for the catch the ball. How would he like play corner? That's what I was like. Whoa. No I don't way. know. I was like, I was trying to think. I'm goofy. Well, while we're recording this, would you like to hear some more things that have been made? More trades that have been made? Just like right now? Uh, Trey Hendrickson. I forgot to put this one. Trey Hendrickson. This wasn't today, but mm. Trey Hendrickson goes to the Bengals. I think that's a great landing spot for him. I think the Bengals really need it as well. Uh, where to go? Cornerback Janoris Jenkins, formerly of the Saints, signs with the Texan, the Titans, excuse me, as of 30 minutes ago. Um, where to go? <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. Where to go? Oh. The Dolphins are signing former Rams running back Malcolm Brown. Uh, Malcolm Brown, very good red zone court, uh, running back for the Rams last year, was one of those trifecta of backs in Los Angeles last year. Uh, that's interesting to see what the backfield will look like in Miami with that signing, I will say, um, because obviously they have – a lot of guys back there. I'm trying to think who all for sure. I believe Carlos Hyde was in Miami before he got traded just now. Um, but they have – I'm blanking. I have him in fantasy. Who was I high on uh, the entire time? Miles yeah. Gaskin. Thank you. <laughs> Miles Gaskin back there who did very well. Um, his backup, I'm forgetting his name, did fairly well as well. So, I mean, I think it's interesting that they're signing another running back. I mean, sure, you can't – oh. You can never have too many, but I think it's interesting to sign someone like Malcolm Brown. Uh, it may turn into a dual running back show over there in Miami. So that'll be something to look out for for fantasy purposes, of course, bringing fantasy back even when we're not in season. So that's always nice as well. Uh, Patriots. Um, now these guys. Hey, they, wow. they have unlimited caps. Yeah. So they, they're on, um, on like, Different settings than everyone else in the NFL. They have no cap. Basically, they basically just turn they turn cap off. Yeah, cap space off. No, like, yeah, crazy because it's there's nothing. It's, it's unfair for everyone else, but the NFL won't do anything about it. It's okay. We'll yeah. still we'll still beat them. I believe <laughs> with all these signings, they it said they spent three hundred seventy five million in twenty four hours on these picks on these guys, uh, which include cornerback from the Eagles, Jalen Mills. Linebacker from the Ravens, Matthew Judon. Tight end from the Titans, Johnny Smith. Tight end formerly of the Chargers, Hunter Henry. I know, buddy. I know, it's okay. Sorry. Wide receiver of the 49ers, Kendrick Butterfingers Born. And finally, wide receiver from the Raiders, Nelson Aguilar. So a nice haul there for the Patriots as they also re-signed cam newton to a one-year deal so that offense all of a sudden uh is looking a lot better than seven and nine maybe maybe just maybe looking like a nine and seven team now you know Mm. a lot a lot could change Mm. a lot could change those two wins could be a big difference there could be playoffs Uh, we'll just have to see on the playoffs you think you think they make playoffs with that offense wild card that could be a wild card they could get in Never know. It's that running it was, back situation yeah, the defense that comes situation. into question. Figured out, they got it. But they mm-hmm. do get Stephon Gilmore back, mm. and Chung as well. They he comes back as well. 
So they'll have those guys that sit out that had sitting out sat out, excuse me. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see for sure. And then finally I have for our free agent news, Juju Smith Schuster has told the teammates he is most likely signing somewhere else this offseason. Which kind of goes against everything he was saying like a week ago. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a stealer for life, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden. Maybe the team doesn't want him. Because I know he yeah. wanted He tweeted something. He was like, he's like, if I end up here or if I end up somewhere else, I still love Steelers forever or something like that. And he said that. Yeah, so. exactly. It was like hinting like he might go somewhere else, but he might sign back. So you like it was like, never know. Right. Exactly. But, oh, I forgot 49ers, uh, obviously, acquisitions. We re-signed Jason Verrett and Emmanuel Mosley. Um, so that was huge for our secondary. Yes. Um, as much as sometimes I really despise Emmanuel Mosley, but we all have that one player we don't like. Yeah. Um, Mosley just happens to be that one. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's good, but sometimes it just seems when there's a mistake – it's him. <laughs> it's it always him. You always, you always know. Every time someone touchdown it just gives always up, seems to you're be like, him. who gave that up? Marcus Williams? Of course. Emmanuel Mosley? Of course. <laughs> Not that we're saying, like, yeah. you can look at their stats. They could have defensive player of the year stats, but that still wouldn't change my I mind. wouldn't care. They still would be the least. Like, my least those guys could win defensive player of the year. And which, still they like, yeah, they which they in the red won't. Zone, dude. Yeah, most likely no, they won't. But still, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change the fact that you gotta have one person on the team you hate. Yeah. Oh, um, of course, obviously, uh, we should resign the greatest foot fullback in the NFL, Kyle Juszczyk. Mm-hmm. So that is huge for our offense. We pay him the big bucks because he deserves the big bucks. Hey. Um, awesome. very happy this, with this that signing. On my Madden, on my Madden team, I have a Forty Niners team team, bro. So that a boy. I have every, Let's go. I have everyone Niners. That does bro. make me happy. I have Garoppolo's quarterback right Good. now. Heck yeah, <laughs> that's a Super Bowl team right there. Hey, it is. It's gonna carry me easily. Easy Super Bowl. All right, I think that's most. Oh my gosh, I am dumb. The biggest news out of the weekend that I'm forgetting before I'm moving on from the NFL. The great Drew Brees has retired and is yes. now an NBC analyst. So a great career ending for Drew Brees. 20 seasons in the NFL, five of them with San Diego Chargers. Hey. I mean, what a great career for, for him. Real. Plenty of Congrats. records broken He's for gonna him. He's going to be first ballot. As well. Definitely Easily. first ballot. Hey, Because you want to hear NBC all the records that he has? Analysis? Or what? Yeah. Get two. Get two. Get two. Two Hall of Fame busts. (laughs) Interesting. But these are Drew Brees' records as of right now at time of retirement. He is the all-time leader in pass yards with 80,358. Second all-time in pass touchdowns, 571. Mm. 13 Pro Bowls. Four of top five single seasons in completion percentage. Only player with multiple 5,000-yard passing seasons. That's five. Notice how I said multiple. So no one has more than one, and he has five. NFL record seven seasons leading NFL in pass yards. 2006 Walter Payton Man of the Year and Super Bowl XLIV winner and 
MVP. So huge resume there, Hall of Fame resume for Drew Brees. Again, most likely he's going to make it uh, first ballot, no doubt about that. But one of the most interesting things that came out of this, with Drew Brees announcing his retirement, the entire 2001 draft class is now out of the NFL. Snap. Only one player remains from the 2000 to 2003 drafts. Who is it? Who do you think that is, Lavelle? Yeah, one Frank Gore. Tom Brady is the only one. Tom Brady drafted in 2000. There are no one else from 2001, 2002, or 2003 left in the NFL. Yeah, that man's old. Yes, it is. This man was in the NFL before I was born. Me too. That's how old he is. And some other major retirement. Just talking about retirements because we've had a lot this offseason. Uh, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, Jason Witten, Greg Olson, Thomas Davis, Marquise Pouncey, Mike Pouncey, Anthony Costanzo, Mike Iupati, Vance McDonald, Matt Schwab, and Anthony Sherman. Matt Schwab. So some big names there uh, for retirements that, I mean, it shows the end of an era. Almost. So, I mean, the changing of the guard now, as soon as Tom Brady's gone, I think that's that moment where everything moves on. Yeah, it's when the... uh, From the old old times, Yeah, the old heads leave, and then the young bucks come and rule, huh? It's the young bucks now. (laughs) It becomes Mahomes, Jackson, Allen. It's their world now. Wilson? Who? Wilson? Wilson. Oh, Zach Wilson? Oh, Russell Wilson? I don't know. Russ, Justin Russ Herbert. is right there in the Justin middle. Justin Herbert. No. Dang, you're a hater. You're a hater. <laughs> you can't have this. I'm changing my theme team hater. today. <laughs> changing. I'm changing. Oh, my gosh. We are already almost at 40 minutes. We talked too much about cake. We might have to edit no, that no. out. But... Moving on to college football, Deion Sanders, Jackson State. Of course, we're going to report on this because it's some of the only major college football happening right now. And, of course, it's Deion Sanders, so why not? So Jackson State defeated Mississippi Valley State 43-7 to over the weekend. So, yeah, I would say Deion Sanders is doing pretty, pretty good. good at this coaching thing. He's pretty nice. <laughs> I, I would say so, so far. I mean, hey, they had a defensive touchdown, too. I think a D-lineman. Hit the uh, his celebration when he scored a touchdown too, so I mean, obviously they're taking after their coach and they trust in their coach. I mean, if you had Deion Sanders as a coach, you're gonna. Trust hey, him. I would trust I would him. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would not take advantage of that. That's my coach, Deion. Right. Yeah, my coach is Deion Sanders. Big flex. Oh, uh, you know, prime time. Big flex. Dion, Dion mm-hmm. Sanders, prime time. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But you, yeah, man. I mean, obviously he's very successful as a coach so far. Three and zero, I believe, is their record. So, hey, possible championship. He's a possible championship. <laughs> Will they have a playoffs for them? Now that I think about for it, for HBCU, I don't Will know. Will they do that? Yeah, I don't even know. That's a yeah. good question. Interesting. Well, you know who won't have playoffs. That'll be BVU. Mm. As we figure, as we are a BVU podcast, we should update on BVU football. Yeah. 
as they host basically a scrimmage uh, next Friday, March 26th, here in BV against the Simpson College Storm. Um, As a lot of injuries and COVID and people want to be these games really don't count. They've decided we're not going to do the full game. We're going to do a joint practice scrimmage slash idea uh, so they can control reps. They can control plays, not much special teams, that kind of stuff. So they don't have any random injuries that may pop up um, that would hurt them in the long run for this fall. So just a more controlled setting. It will be open to the public. Just got to wear a mask if you are here in Storm Lake. And it will be streamed online, I assume, from the BVU Athletics website. Again, that's on March 26th. Of course, we are always happy to update on that. Um, The following week will be at Nebraska Wesleyan. Uh, Same kind of idea. And then the next week will be a bye. In the week following, it'll be April 17th. Uh, will be at Central College in Pella. And so those will be the three kind of things. Uh, the Central one is still slightly up in the air as they want to see what happens with these first two with Simpson and Nebraska Wesleyan. So other than that, that's the plan for BVU football as of this spring. Okay. Uh, and then after that, we move into the summer, wait till the fall where they will face off against a Minnesota college that is, I believe is Gustavus Adolphus um, is the first one. So that's kind of what they're preparing for. That's our outlook for BVU football. I mean, I know we haven't been able to talk about that much on the podcast this year, obviously with COVID. no actual games going on in, in COVID. So it's been hard to talk about them as we usually do. As of course uh, we're here on BV's campus and we're both a part of that team. So, I mean, it's just one of those things we haven't been able to talk about much. But stuff is coming. Entertainment is coming. So that'll be good to see. And that brings us to our final segment here today. Fan control. Fan control. I didn't even watch it this week. I was going to watch it yesterday, and I was like, ah. I know. I was celebrating our great friend, our Vikings expert, Brandon Patton. I was out celebrating his birthday with him, uh, with his family and friends. I wish I could have been there. It's a wonderful time. I've already been nicknamed Sunshine by all his what? Uh, family what? friends. So that's you don't even yeah. look like Sunshine. It's not. That's not why they called me Sunshine. It's because I wore the yellow Fear the Beaver shirt. Yeah. And then when it the sun went down, it got colder. Uh, the sweatshirt I had was my gold BBU oh. sweatshirt. And so they did the yellow, yellow Sunshine. <laughs> and that's that's my nickname now. So Dang, that's lit. I think that's the most creative nickname i've ever had yeah. uh as most Probably the of fastest. my nicknames have been west westy westy with an ie instead of a y a, i think, gave westy a lot of nicknames that we can't say on the podcast but yeah what do you mean what, in, you did not okay sure now he's just making up lies for oh okay he's just trying to, okay he's just trying to keep the flame okay now we're making, he just wants the drama now alert. He's that's what he wants it's lies he wants to get it's on drama truths. alert with keemstar it's all trues that's what he wants to do <laughs> it's all all trues anyways yeah okay anyways huge drama out of fan controlled football is that the worst two teams beat the best two teams in fan control football in the playoffs and are now 
going on to the championship game. Dang, that's bad. Um, no one saw that coming <laughs> as the number two and number three Zappers, Wild Aces, respectively. Uh, Johnny Manziel, quarterback for the Zappers, goes out uh, early in the game with an undisclosed injury, and they weren't able to put points on the board for the rest of the game, um, even with Josh Gordon at receiver. So the Wild Aces will win that one 32-6. So kind of a blowout there for that round. Meanwhile, the f- number one seed Beasts end their season 3-1. and one. Meanwhile, the Glacier Boys ended theirs 1-3, and three, and they were the last seed as Glacier Boys will win by 18. So that's three touchdowns if you're keeping track at home. <laughs> Glacier Boys 38-20 over the Beasts unbelievable score there. No one really saw that one a lot closer than expected and not the ending people expected either. So we now have the fourth, third and fourth seeds in the championship for fan controlled football. And honestly, that's usually something you see with March madness, Yes, uh, but now we're seeing it in football. Just wait. So it'll be interesting. They should have a March yeah, madness for college football. That'd be fun. Like, come on. Imagine that. Oh my God. Like, that would get yeah, more teams. Them actually expanding the college yeah. football playoff bracket. That'd be crazy. That would get more teams, huh. like, chances to get actually in the playoffs, upsets. Incentives. Oh, my gosh. Every, then everybody would be playing for something and not be playing for any, like, I feel it. A 64-team college football bracket, playoff bracket. Imagine. Mm. Like, how would you? Are there 61, like, major D1 schools? Like, would you have to pull up some FCS schools? Like, that's what I'm starting to think. Would you have to do that? Interesting. Interesting idea, I will say. It'll be interesting to see how that goes for sure. Because, I mean, if you had 64 teams, just I think it'd just be chaos. It'd be so hard to schedule that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think it'll be less. be in a bubble like basketball. Team. Yeah. Eight. That's all we ask. Eight, even. We'll take <laughs> Just eight. put more. Just put more teams. Heck, ten. Ten and give buys. Yeah. Like, Alabama. We don't care. Alabama and Clemson deserve a buy anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, mix it up a little bit. The worst seed gets the buy, and the best seeds have to play. Oh. You know, just something better than four teams <laughs> that are poorly chosen because of politics all the time like Whoa. come on notre dame and oklahoma don't have to go every year <laughs> like we get alabama's good they're gonna go every year yeah. clemson's usually good they're gonna go every year but those three and four spots like let's have some diversity a little bit we've seen a little georgia in there we've seen a little lsu but LSU then there's always year. notre dame and oklahoma like don't want that. Ohio State's starting to get up there too. Like, oh, they I'll have say to be Washington there. made it. Uh, Washington made it right. once. After a while, folks, it gets annoying. It gets mm-hmm. annoying. We want more. We want more. Yeah, that's true. I. But four teams is just not enough. Like you could go undefeated. All year long. And just not a chance. No chance. Because you're not a big name. <laughs> like That's facts. Imagine Marshall going undefeated. 
Say they beat Wisconsin. Marshall. They beat uh, Kentucky. They beat. Um, I'm trying to think of another like small Appalachian State. We'll go Appalachian State for the third one. They beat those three teams. Um, okay. Two out of those three are in the top 25. I'll, I'll give them top 20. And Marshall, and Marshall finished the season what? undefeated. And what the rank? They will not break top 10. Yeah, that's true. Because people hate them. No, because they'll say they're in a weaker uh, They were very bottom of the 25 in and out all year long last year. Yeah. Because they were undefeated most of the year like Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina was good. They'll just say like they're in a weaker conference than everyone. That's what they would say. Yeah. Like, sure, maybe, but maybe if you guys would schedule them some better games, maybe we'd have some competition. But like that's one of the problems with it. They don't <laughs> want to well, sign those games. To better schools fault. because they, they always have to be do, much of a game. They have to do conference But then games, when bro. they actually have a chance, yeah. well, maybe you should have scheduled those games. Like, it's just hard. Hard. Yeah, it's just, huh. We need more teams. It's simple. It's it's best left at that. So with that, I think we come to a stopping point with this week's episode. Again, we'll try to fill out our March Madness brackets for next week so we can compare yep. and we'll have a good time with that because obviously mine will be better. Iowa Definitely will win not. it all. Just you kidding. Don't know Probably basketball, not. Make it to the second or third round. You and don't lose. know basketball. Upset. I just changed. I don't matter. I've still won brackets. <laughs> I've still won mm-hmm. bracket competitions without knowing basketball. You got to pick the right upsets, the ones that sound the juiciest, you know? Like Loyola, Chicago, they're making it past the first round this year, 100%. Like, that's a write-in automatically. No, they're not. So. No, they're not. But other than that, I think that'll do it here for Football Unfocused. I'm Austin West, joined by Lavelle Harris, and we'll see you next week. Later.